Yeah, it's funny. Uh, what was it that was trending recently? That guy who's like, uh, therapy will solve fascism or something like that. <laughs> yeah, there was some, well, that's like anti racism, essentially. I mean, yeah, anti racist. Yeah, yeah, you'll get the racism out of you if you just, you know, go to therapy. It's, it's definitely yeah. a Radlib uh, tick that they keep bringing up. I mean, that's why we talked about therapy a while, like an episode or a few episodes ago, was like, out silos off everybody's problems and completely against like solidarity. It's just like, you know, you're the only one dealing with it. It like, yeah, it, uh, it isolates, uh, you know, every mental health issue or frequently, not always. Right. Uh, to just being like neurochemical, right. Like how we discussed and then, or frequently is. And then I just feel like, uh, therapy is kind of like the vanguard of a lot of the, uh, progressive bullshit. Right. Yeah, definitely. Uh, for sure, for sure, it's where you get to like. It's where you get to to act like uh, you have the word of God for a bunch of the just retarded shit you learned in like the humanities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Present company obviously excluded, You're right? But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's very like uh, yeah. It's perfect if you were like you know some rich person. You got three therapists, and like oh, yeah. you know you're just like you're trying to hear what you want to hear and they are just being reflective not as a way of getting self-reflection but as a way of giving you validation or telling you exactly what you want to hear i know a lot of rich yeah, people it's... who are like hypochondriac types that like go to doctors like mad frequently and they you know the doctor will be like you're good you're fine chill out like get a girlfriend like you're, you're bugging out but then they'll keep going <laughs> until they hear the whatever phantom limb issues going on in their head so it's like the same thing i feel like with the mental health they just want they don't really want to fix whatever's like if they yeah. do have a problem, it's like a, it's like bourgeois uh, confession. Like they just want to exactly, exactly. Like, You're given an easy, quick answer. Yeah, uh, you, yeah you'll be sure, forgiven for sure. Except like the like religious people actually had like religions had enough sense to to have like you know most of your problems be just you know kind of like oh sin it's sin or you know the the devil or something like that as opposed to you know everything is childhood trauma and you just begin to like form unhelpful narratives about your past that just make you think oh you it know, helps that, with that, the destruction of the family too yeah 100 percent. 100 percent. how so how uh i kind of get what you mean but how what do you what do you mean by that so I just, like I just, like, yeah, go just, on, off. The, just just like the uh the emphasis on like trauma and everything right like i almost think that here hold on one sec um i don't know i mean like i have some like experience in therapy myself and i don't know just just the almost like uh overvaluing of of trauma and everything and just the way that i i feel like that stuff just very very frequently goes in the direction of of you know like oh showed up to therapy and like apparently i had you know a really abusive upbringing without me even knowing it yeah exactly yeah and then and right right, I guess right. It, like it, it sounds like i'm kind of overstating it but like it's just it's so entrenched um in the culture and i think that it's it, it is perpetuated it will it enforces individuality a lot too and so that inherently like cuts off other types of like collectivity especially yeah. like even family related well, and that, and that's like what makes like jettisoning family so easy. Um, I guess I'm also just saying that like that like the just the way that like science has been used generally, right? Like in like race science or things in the past, uh, like it, the the, you know, oh, we're a science, right? Kind of air quotes. Right, it's all science, right? 
right like we're a science and so like this is the word of god and so it, it's like throwing nitrous into the engine of like making something catch on culturally and just like the sheer amounts of people i come across and like honestly you know i don't have a perfect family myself far from it or anything the sheer amount of people i come across that just like really casually just have like horrible horrible things to say about their family and their upbringings in spite of the fact that they've lived incredibly privileged lives mm. um, and have because well, they got that, like some of them well, right. And what I'm saying, they yes, exactly. Somehow. And if they hadn't gone <laughs> to these professionals, they probably would have found a more meaningful uh, place to put all that psychic energy. You know what I mean? Right. Right. It also helps with the victim complex, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you want to be like, the most it's, oppressed. It's, you want to be oppressed. Like an, so like, it's like an integral block in that Jenga tower. 100%. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I noticed that. Yeah. It's very much just like, you know, it, it always ends with like the end of the discussion, I'm sure is just like, you know, it's not your fault. And, uh, you know. I mean, to some degree, there's some truth to that, obviously, you know, people go through fucked up shit and like carry baggage and it's not their fault, you know, oh, but totally. yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah, it gets to a point where you're exactly where if you were somebody who had a completely privileged life and everything was fucking good and you're just a fucking brat, uh, that same therapist will not tell you you're a brat. They won't tell you that. They can't tell you that yes. they're paid. Yeah, they, yeah. There's no way they could tell you that. So even if it is the truth, it's like, it's all flattened. You know what I mean? Like they can't, what I, I kind of think about like, I kind of think about like, dude, in like the eighties, there was this whole thing about what like uncovered memories or shit like that right or you'd be like you wipe your memory wipes this away but like this happened in your future and we're gonna bring memory regression exactly some like freudian shit not 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 past life shit but basically just being like a trauma made you suppressed memories sorry okay yeah yeah suppressed memory right um oh this is scientology too yeah and that (laughs) right (laughs) going going way back Um, science though (laughs) <laughs> yeah, L, L, L. Ron Hubbard, science, yeah. Science famously very honorable about therapists, to be fair. Yeah. Um, they actually are. Um, what the fuck was I saying? The best uh, memories of the. Oh, no, and that shit's all like, that shit totally fell out, right? Because you had this huge problem for a while of people just being like, oh, like, my mom or my dad molested me as a kid. And then it just turns out, like, totally didn't happen. Mm of anything very right? true very so, true like, i feel like what's going on today is basically it's like is sort of kind of like that except like if if instead of being suggested uh into like a memory specifically it was kind of just like uh, an internal version of like the total lack of any kind of like moral flexibility uh people have with like considering the past anymore Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It, the, the conversations people are having that are just completely psychotic about like George Washington now as kind of an example shit like that right like, <laughs> if you think about <laughs> tread, tread lightly now careful no I'm totally uh, joking right, right. <laughs> call me a colonizer um, <laughs> no that's an American hero I hope you better not disparage him right. <laughs> if, I, like, if I think about like some of the shit that like my dad said when I was growing up like yeah I'm, I'm completely sure um, that I can convince myself that my dad is like a toxic, horrible fascist or something like that. But like, no, like I love my dad. <laughs> and exactly. Like, and, and like, and like a lot of those things. And honestly, just like a lot of just like the behavior that a parent needs to uh, engage in. Right. That's a that's a hierarchy. That's a that's 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 discipline uh, and this kind of uh, anarchist way of looking at things. It just doesn't mesh well with that in the first place. But yeah, I mean, I think that there is just like a little bit of like warped retrospect, kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because everybody is uh, half dickhead and half, you know, decent person to some extent, you know, but, you know, varying degrees of both of those with everybody, obviously, but it's never as simple as just one thing or the other. And you that's know, just like it, American it's, history. It's like everything. 
it's a safe bet to just say that like most people's family lives are at least like a tiny bit complicated <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, right. just, it's just like you know and it's the same thing with the american history thing that you're, you're comparing to it's like you know if you want to focus on all the negative shit it's very easy you know i mean i i've always been even when i was a rad i've always been careful not to just go full-on like you know there's nothing redeeming about this country at all like i've always i mean that's a popular rad thing like along with fuck everybody who's a cop fuck everybody who's a troop like you know, uh, regardless of how they got into it, whether they were underclass and preyed on, it doesn't matter. Like, I've always been cautious against all that shit, not out of patriotism or whatever, but just like, I don't like oversimplistic shit like that. And, you know, I think, yeah, I mean, anybody who just, you know, if you only want to focus on the bad shit in this country, it's very easy to do. It's very, the same thing with anybody, any relationship you've had. If you only want to just, you know, be coaxed into thinking about all the fucked up shit somebody did to you, and they definitely, everybody's done fucked up shit to you, then, you know, it's very easy to just get a one track mind, like, fuck this motherfucker, like, you know what I mean? You know, so it's like, it's it's oversimplistic. So it's just like they they definitely like harp on that shit because they want you to like you know put everything into neat boxes of like, this is your traumatizer, this is your oppressor, like you know, and it's you know pay me what two hundred an hour, however the fuck much that shit. Yo, <laughs> when I grand a speech, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like I looked up one of those. That was the thing too. It was like I was looking up like I, I've never gotten therapy. Like I I was like looking into it for a little bit, and like it was like what three hundred fifty a session or some shit. I was, I was like, what yeah, the fuck? And you need the weekly, at least. And it's like, damn, like, that's a fuck ton of, that's rent. Like, I can't pay that. Like, I was just immediately just like, oh, well, I guess I'll just kill myself. Like, I was just immediately like, you know, what am I supposed to do? I can't do that. It's very, it's very weird that all the rad libs are like, men need to get therapy to like, stop being <laughs> yeah. incels, stop, stop watching the Joker over and over. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like, you know, I don't know if like, they know how expensive that shit is. Like, it's not accessible to everybody. <laughs> Yeah, no, I went to some therapy like several years ago for like a couple months and I had health insurance at the time through my job and they, they still wouldn't even cover all of it. So I'd pay a copay and then I would get billed for like an additional amount and it usually totaled out to about $140 for a session, Yep, which is crazy. Yep. Yep. Even after insurance. Yeah, I had good insurance. I had good insurance. That shit was still like with deductible and copay and all that bullshit. It's still like, it was like, you know, and I'm in the city, so it was like two, 300, like whatever for the first couple of sessions or whatever. So yeah. yeah, a lot of health insurances won't actually even pay for uh, right. mental health care, which is like a caveat. People just seem to like either look over or forget willfully. Right. Cause it's not real. I, I, I take the Eastern look on this, you know, there is no real mental health issues. It's all made yeah. up Western shit. You know what I mean? People are just being bitches. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm with you on that. What? For real? I don't know about like, that. For the most part, like, I don't know. I think everything has a material reason behind it. Like, I think, like, these school shootings and shit you're seeing, Absolutely. that's not just, like, mental illness, right? Absolutely. That's a reaction to our society. Absolutely. Like, school shootings didn't exist until, like, a couple decades ago, right? Serial killers didn't exist until the past century or so. And so right. that's a reaction probably to the society, too. Well, so I think, like... The, it's one and the same, right? Like, yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing. It's like that. Like the psychological is the material. Is the psychological is the material. Right. Exactly. Right. 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 Yeah. And that's, yeah. I'm yeah. always harping on dialectics in my class too. I'm just like, no, y'all need to think about the whole picture. Careful, they're gonna they're gonna disappear you. From, you're you're holding up tweets from Fred all the time. Right? <laughs> 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 As a quick side note, just about like the uh, we were talking about of like fuck America stuff and everything. Like, just as, just as a side note, because we kind of you touched on that and we moved on. In my mind, it's just ultimately just completely baby-brained to think of, like, nations as, like, properly anything anything other than just amoral uh, yeah. things, right? Like, 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 just, like, the whole thing about, you know, reading Chomsky and realizing, like, how, how horrifying uh, the or country is. Saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all of that shit yeah. isn't, like, to be like, oh, man, like, this is the bad guy. It's like what Chomsky fucking says himself, where he's just like, no, like, 
like nations just as a thing are just deeply benevolent, right? Like don't make it. A, I mean, I don't know. Moralizing in itself, but like it, it, whether or not a country is evil or good isn't even a valid fucking concept. Oh, stupid. You know I mean? stupid. No, any country with a bourgeois state, the state itself is just like uh, carrying out violence regardless. Like that's what a state does. It's for the oppression of one class or the other. Mm-hmm. So like any nation with a state is inherently, I mean, like you could say even bad though like i see what you're saying about like you can't well, say america is like terrible yeah. but like you can't say that about any nation like because of the fact that that's what a state is like if you want to get into actual like what's like the function of the state is and stuff like that like mm-hmm. that's a little bit of a different thing from a nation i guess um you can't say just, like you can't say it about shit really you can't say anything is fucking good or evil that's baby brain i remember 10 years ago when i'd hear like talk radio I tune in on the conservatives just to keep my ear to like what, what they're talking about and all the uh, I was just a straight like regular lib and like you know they'd always be talking about like all these people these ISIS people like they're evil like there's I believe in good and evil in the world there's good and there's evil and now all the rad libs say that shit they all believe that shit you know what I mean with the incels with the white supremacists like all that shit like they all ascribe to that they didn't used to the left wasn't always like it used to be the right were the social justice warriors like they had an agenda socially and they pushed it on everybody the Christian agenda and now values. yeah yeah and now it's not like that now like they're the ones who are more chill by comparison now the left is the one that have all the uh you know the social prescriptions for everything and you know they believe in the good and evil shit you have to have that type of binary baby brain thinking to to be a social justice anything you know to care to, to push your social agenda on other people as if you know how other people's lives are or what they've been through or what the fuck they're you know what the fuck is going on with them like you have it's to have religion. that yeah you got to have this binary of like there's good and evil yeah. And that's how yep. they think about this shit. They, they think it's the same way. They think of countries and all this shit and good evil. It's like, yo, man, that shit is not that simple. It's not the country. It's just like the systems that come of it. it you know, it, it, it's a useless frame of thinking. It's useless. It doesn't get you anywhere. It's, it doesn't help you figure out, you know, what to do next. You know what I mean? It, the opposite skews what to do. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't need to tear down the USA, like the USA and the state. You need to just like, we need to take over the state if we can type of thing. So like, it's not about like, fuck the America. We want it to crumble and like all this like death to America, KKK <laughs> kind of shit I've been seeing everywhere. Like it's not, that's going to get people just on some retarded like anarchist shit, dude. Like. Oh, right, right. Because the only conclusion they draw is like, just burn the whole thing down. Yeah, like, like, yeah, it needs to go and like whatever happens next, like needs to happen regardless. So like, even if it's bad, hopefully we get somewhere good. Like some right. like kind of white pill shit. No plan, yeah, just like just destruction, yeah. Well, and this is where like, uh, I I think that I think that like being critical of our national identity or yeah of our government, all these things is one thing, but to have this be like the main one, just like like the central narrative of the day, right? Like the DNC, what the DNC put out like a campaign that I retweeted today. Uh, or a campaign video right where like it's just i mean it's all just you know um it's all just resist shit but like the song is saying like burn the motherfucker down Uh, like (laughs) right right like being critical of of the country we live in is like one thing and like i said having it be like the central narrative of what's going on just like makes it so completely different like what the fuck is the play here right well they've been taken over by antifa <laughs> right, <laughs> like, like it's it's just this isn't. I don't know. It's it's corrosive. It's corrosive. I mean, it's just as simple as that. Um, While we're talking about ads, you'll see that uh, Biden ad where they compared Trump to like Maduro and Chavez. Oh, in Spanish, it, right? In Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. It's a highlight reel. Every side yeah, done. Dude. It's a COVID, uh, BLM. You know, uh, 
what is it, him cozying up with Putin or whatever the fuck they talk about. It's like, you know. Yeah, that's just Russia whatever gauge. jingoistic fucking talking points they had. Yeah, just a super I mean, cut of CNN over the last I mean, three years. The, like, that ad was that way because, like, like, Latino voters are, like, a pretty like reliably conservative voting block right so like that's why they would go that hard in that um it's still pretty astounding i wonder how much of the like these kinds of things because i'm sure this isn't the last it's stunningly jingoistic ad we see from biden but like i wonder how much of this is trying to kind of like um do their own brand of like being bombastic like trump you know yeah yeah uh, as opposed to just being like mild mannered, like little shucks, like you know, have those like a couple ads where you can be like, yeah, like our guy can go hard too. Yeah, like oh the yeah, it's gonna be hard on shine. Right, exactly. It came out a few months ago. I don't think it's just right, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, spicy, could you, yeah. spicy, could you turn your mic up? Oh yeah, I can like I have to hold it a bit closer. It's up. Oh, you good? I don't think it's just like a play for Latino voters. I think it's very much in line with the, you know, like neocons of the Democratic Party shift. And yeah, I, absolutely. I think that's yes. what they're leading into more so. Right, exactly. Exactly. Which yeah. I think is just kind of left to the wayside a lot of the times when talking about how the campaign has positioned itself. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They they're they're their big tent and their hedging is around, you know, rehabilitating the neocons, Bush and um, Michelle Obama together. Like that's their tent. That's their appearance of being broad. Like we're the norm, and that shit over there is crazy. When I'm yeah, sure, if yeah. you look at the raw numbers, populist right Trump supporters are way more than the number of uh, people who are still so fucking brainwashed that they still care about the GOP and the DNC. Like, I don't believe that shit. That shit is. If there's anything that's astroturf, I don't believe the MAG astroturf. I don't believe the left astroturf. That shit is astroturf. I don't believe that shit. The, you know, it's just dwindling numbers of people who are good in this system every day. Those people are the only people that would defend this shit as it is. So the neocon, neolib thing, like, they have to do that. They have to, they can't keep up the charade of, oh, Romney and Obama are drastically different. They can't yeah. do that anymore. Not now. Not with this shit falling apart. They can't do that anymore. They gotta, they gotta coalesce that, those two small islands because that's all they got left. And, you know, there was never a real difference to begin with. So it's nothing to them to, to bring that together. And they want to project it as like, oh, we're the big, you know, we're the center of this country. It's like, center of nothing. You know what I mean? It's, it's not that many people. It really isn't. How, you see how, where uh, how, how much uh, how many hands um, do you think from like the actual like from within the Republican Party and their like uh, structures and everything are involved in in this going on right oh, now? Oh yeah, I mean it's because you know we see like our Cheneys and our Bushes and things like that, but like I mean you have to imagine like you know they're 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 in the rooms <laughs> planning whatever campaign Romney has absolutely in the future yeah absolutely right? um, and that's, well, and that's another, I did, oh go ahead go ahead. Biden actually just got a super PAC set up by like hundreds of former Bush officials. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Wait, is this Lincoln Project? Uh, let me see. Because that that fucking account on Twitter is the most. I thought it was something. This was called Lincoln's. 43 43 alumni for Biden. Okay. 43 alumni. Formal, <laughs> former USDA official under Bush. Oh, Lincoln God. Project is like media stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. This, mm. this was. This that's the ship post account. I, th I thought it was like associated, but but never mind. Oh, it looks like it says right here it joins a growing number of conservative groups working against Trump, including the Lincoln Project, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Just boys. pathetic shit. <laughs> yeah, the shift is happening, no doubt. I mean, it's been happening. Yeah, absolutely. But like, well, it's just like, like even more clear, like just by the day. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, and this is this is what I was gonna say. It's just that like 
how consistently Trump has been opposed by his own party is something that like doesn't get talked about a lot on the left at all. I know. And I think I know. this is going to be this is going to be super interesting because it's going to be like right out in front of our faces now. And it's and the, because because they're going to be, you know, cooperating with our favorite villains. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so well, yeah, if I was a liberal, I would call this a crossover episode. It, they, yeah, absolutely. In addition to that, like I think one thing that's been interesting that I've tried to talk some to some of my lib friends about, which I haven't really seen played out, is like the opposite side of the Democrats, where you have the neocons shifting over, and it's surprising how little thought is given to you know even with their own frame of like primarily racial lens of you know like presumably the neocons that are making the transition, which are majority white and wealthy, would give them pause about you know how. Uh, ideal the Democratic Party is as a means to bring about you know the ends they desire because presumably wealthy white lib uh, neoconstern libs are like you know equally a threat to a racial justice lens as it is to a materialist lens. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, and it's completely been ignored. Like I haven't seen any sort of concern. You know, it's all just Democratic Party rehabilitation from both sides. Right, right. If it's if the, all you care about is social shit, then why are you cool with these fucking? You know, slugs being on your side, yeah. And it's just because you know, it, was, it was always material. It was always material from the beginning. Even the Radlib, uh, PMC Warners, it was always material. Nothing to challenge the actual material system. Nothing against that. You know, all the social shit is just gesturing. But what it boils down to is, you know, are you going to take my, uh, you know, take some away of my status, my PMC status? That's really what it was always about. And they're all on the same page about that because all it takes is just being like, oh, the president should have said these words. You know, as long as you're on the same page of that, like, oh, the decorum was wrong. You know, the way he's the civility thing. That's all they talk about all day. As long as they're on the same page about that and the neocons are in agreement about that, because they like to do uh, the bigotry, you know, if you want to frame it that way, or the fucked up shit with, uh, you know, proper etiquette. You got to do it with proper etiquette. That's the whole neo-lib fashion. That's the whole neocon fashion. So they're in agreement against him, you know, because they're like, you shouldn't just say, you know, you shouldn't just call them spicks. I mean, you should just deport them like Obama did, but you shouldn't say, you know, don't say it out in the open like that. Don't say you can't uh, deal with Khashoggi because, you know, we're friends with Saudi Arabia and we can't fuck with them. Like, don't say that. Just do what Obama would have done, which is just do the same shit in actuality, but, you know, word it a little bit differently. That's why they can get away with, you know, putting some wedge, acting as if there's a wedge between them, when it's not really, you know what I mean? Yeah. And a bit of pandering. Yeah. And, and I think, I think, yeah. like, the, the hypocrisy and just how this doesn't add up is gonna be addressed minimally by like you gotta you gotta like definitely not like a cancellation or anything but like they'll like they'll like throw someone publicly to the wolves out of this like group of people to just get kind of thrashed around in the news a little bit so they can continue <laughs> to do what they're doing like i wouldn't be surprised if that happened at all kayfabe more kayfabe yeah absolutely yeah, I mean, you know, it's just it's just like when the Dems, like when he was trying to go to Iran, you know, when he was trying to do the interventionism that all the neocons were, you know, dying for. And all the neolibs are just like, pod save, or the pod save motherfucker, I don't even know his name. It's just like, oh, but you need, you know, the proper uh, protocol. You know, why don't you get the right nations on board beforehand? Why don't you have a plan? You know what I mean? All decorum, etiquette, superficial bullshit. Really, he's still down to go to war. He still wants, the Democrats still want to go to war. You know, they're on the same page as the neocons. Everything else is just how you word it, how you present it, what's the PR. That's it. But the real actual thing that happens is the same. So, you know, yeah, I, I don't get why the left can't see that, uh, you know, they always want to frame Trump as the same as the neocons and the neolibs. And he's clearly not. 
He's clearly fucking not. I don't. I don't. I used to believe that too, a little bit to a degree. I mean, he is co-opted. I mean, I'm sure even the hard right feel him being co-opted by the neocons. I'm sure. That's, that's uh, yeah, just a I fact. Mean, like, like the Trump supporters I know are like pretty unhappy with it. Absolutely, absolutely, because he's you know he's 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 not a full nationalist, you know, economically or socially, you know, he, he's he's still giving concessions across the board, but he's still not one of them, and that's and that's what it boils down to. At the end of the day, I mean, like, I don't know, what do, what do you think of that? I mean, I really think he's not one of them. I mean, I think that's why they want him out. I mean, do you think do you think it's uh, you know, it's just kayfabe? It's just all part of that, you know, the whole thing. No, Trump, yeah, just Trump. Like, I used to think it was, like, yeah, the Chomsky right. thing. Like, he's just, he's supposed to be the, the two minutes of hate. He's just supposed to be there, but he's doing what they all do. But I, I don't know if I believe that anymore. I don't think they want him. I think they really, genuinely want him out. I, th- I think that, I think that, like, I think that it's all, <laughs> I think that it's pretty reliably, like, a little bit of mix of both, right? So, like, uh, it, the, where where the, the 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 smoke you know very little fire but tons of smoke for the media circus where that exists like does benefit the status quo and the people that we dislike and everything and they totally are taking advantage of that undeniably but i think it's like pretty clear after the, the last few years that like yes the disruption that he poses is like very much not appreciated and i think yeah. that that's pretty genuine yeah. you know I think that's pretty genuine. I don't think that there's any great conspiracy here. Like, I think, like, they hate him as much as they seem to hate him. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's like the cathedral thing. Like, if, if he, I mean, if he were a full-on threat, he would not have gotten that close to the White House. They'd have killed him, you know? Anybody who gets, who's that much of a threat doesn't even get close to that position, you know? Not that that position is that powerful anymore, but even, even symbolically, you know, we wouldn't get miles within that range. They, they'd kill you in front of everybody, you know? they do that shit. So, like, him, him being there is a sign that he's not that much of a threat. But I mean, I I think there's some like it's like you said, there's some in between. Like they don't want him there. They he represents the same class interests. So yeah, he has the Bush tax cuts. So that's what the issue. Like, that's where like they they prefer yes. him obviously over like a Bernie or Definitely. anything else Definitely. because like he's going to still look out for tax cuts for corporations, et cetera, et cetera, which is really like what capital's concerned about. Um, but he's just a little bit too like of a loose cannon and not fully like fully neocon so they don't feel comfortable with him doing that like right. they would rather anyone else but they saw him as a golden ticket to the white house in the last one and they hopped on it is what i think and they knew that he was going to still look uh be, be beholden to like corporations interest other than the tpp i guess uh but as far as like tax breaks and everything um oh, he did the tax breaks yeah just yeah. like a neocon just like a neo like he, he did the same shit but the the tpp thing the, the trade stuff and and uh, not going to war, despite yeah, Bolton that's, that's huge. and all of them like in his ear, you know, begging him to Pompeo, like begging him to go, like you know, pushing for it every day, and it's not happening. You know, the right. way this year started, we all remember how that shit started. All the Venezuela shit, all the North Korea shit, we all remember that shit was always on the brink. Like they wanted it, and it didn't happen. And I don't think, I think if it were Hillary, we would be at war by now. I think we would have already been in it before those. Absolutely, absolutely. She was a known hawk. Like that was her pitch. Like. She was a hawk. Like, we would be at war. And I, I don't think that's a small... I don't know how the left doesn't see that. Like, it's not a big... It's not a small negligible difference. You know, he did the tax... Those tax breaks, like, that's not going to budge. Like, they've got such a lock on that. No matter who's in, in, in office, that's going to happen. It's going to flow their way no matter what. But the, those other things, like the, the, the trade and, and the, the wars, you know, to whatever extent he held off on it, like, he did. I mean, they, they would rather Romney. They would rather... Uh, Walker, Jeb Bush, Rubio, Hillary, Biden, they'd rather them in. You know what I mean? I don't think people can deny that. I don't think the left can deny that. Not now. Well, I, I think, I think, I think, I mean, ultimately, I think like the problem is, is that we're just like, I think that the left doesn't, 
I think the left gives itself a lot more credit than it probably deserves about like how separate it is from just mainstream libs. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Like, like we're still following like like we act like we act like, oh, man, like those like liberals on CNN are not, uh, you know, the left as it as it were. But like we still follow their exactly more than we follow the people. Exactly. News. Exactly. So, like, we have a lot more. Connect- we're still tuned into that. And like the absolute foundational religious doctrine of this lane is that like you have to admit that like that Trump is like a dictator or I mean, not even Trump, but, like. <laughs> Like that, he, like even to consider him um, as just a viable piece on the on the on the board um, is beyond the pale. And like, I think that all of us have 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 taken that in to some extent. I think all of us have. Yeah. yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like, like it's obvious. Like, yes, the class interest thing. Like, Trump is Trump is like a horrible rich slob. Fuck him, right? And like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, he's not going to be. Um, yeah aligned with my best interest or anything like that that just like basic that to point that out just puts him on even footing with literally every president we've ever had oh, yeah. exactly yeah. exactly so, like, so that's not even a fucking criticism exactly you know? yeah um, yeah and so yeah I, I i don't know i don't know like i guess i i like i hate him in a way that's just similar to like i hate anybody who's just like pouring more more fire on like the culture war bullshit um i i, I don't know i mean it's i think that there's, there's no way of like like there's no way of framing the way everybody considers him without like without just like really overstating um the executive branch of the the government absolutely absolutely pretending like that shit is that consequent like you know what i mean like that has that much power anymore you know what i mean it doesn't like how much of this is actually us hating him and thinking he's exceptional and how much of this is us just like rightfully just having like a real distaste for for just like the operations of the republican party um Right. Most people on the left just assi- – what were you saying? Well, not just the Republican Party. Well, I, 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 re- I realize that, but, but I, I just mean in the um, – the, the, when picking apart just like what makes him so beyond reproach, like the obviously um, by, by, by our standards of like civilized company, the obviously um, repellent stances that, that the Republican Party takes as opposed to – you know, like the Democratic Party that does the things that, you know, we're supposed to admit are, you know, the, the consensus of what is is considered good, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, I, I think like Angela Nagel on like uh, on on uh, what's left recently it said something brought up like something about. Um, God, what was it? It, it? Just like bringing up how, you know, <laughs> we don't really like acknowledge maybe enough that like, the Republican brand is like completely cancerous and radioactive. You know, um, and I feel like they've been able or they're in the process of like rolling that up into just like one person or like a handful of people. Um, right. But yeah. like, no, like this. And, and, and the, the main point I want to make that just is that like so like to be apolitical in this country is to just be a Democrat. You know what I mean? Because because just like any cursory just passing knowledge of culture, um, it just shows you that like that is the wong thing. Uh, uh, Republicans and, and, and all that. Sorry, I'm kind of running. A- no, I mean, they're, they're, I think uh, that depends yeah. on where you're. Where you're yeah, that, right. Exactly. That, that's, exactly. That's absolutely. That's absolutely the case. But given just cultural landscape, uh, sure. Given cultural landscape, I don't think the dem. I think the left. You know, they always say like the left has won the culture war. I don't know about that because you know, I mean, maybe in the aughts. I mean, we're in a we are, different. They are blowing. 
a huh? ten point lead right now. I don't. Yeah, this is the thing. Yeah, in the odds, I was just, I was saying they are. They had lead. everyone on like the. Oh yeah, racism's bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get that they had everyone on like these yeah. things that everyone should already understand, and then they just tried to like crank them up exponentially, exactly to, like the furthest extreme of that. To be like, now, if you don't get with us all the way on this extreme, then you're not with us at all. And yeah. it's just fucking absurd. I remember I was into politics in the arts. I remember if on social issues, if you were just chill, if you didn't have strong opinions, if you were just chill, you were on the left. Because it was the right that was hardcore, like, no, this is how things are supposed to be in the bedroom. This is how things are supposed to be in the family. This is how you're supposed to conduct it. It was them. You know what I mean? So, like, if you were just, like, whatever about whatever, if you were just a normal person that wasn't insane... You were on the left, like socially, because I mean, obviously, nobody cares about material things. It was always social. So socially, yeah, you were on the left. Exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, but now this is different. Now we're in a different landscape. Now, not we're not in the arts anymore. Like uh, as far as the cultural thing, I don't think the left has the cultural victory now. I think the right no. has that shit because now you can tell if, by that Tucker monologue. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't give, if you're apolitical now, I think you're on the right. I think you're on the right now because you're. The left is the one who's pushing the social agenda harder. So if you're the one who's just like, yo, I'm agnostic, you're, if you're agnostic, you're going to re- resonate more with the right, in my opinion, socially. Yeah, you're fascist, Jason. I mean, the, the <laughs> right, right. is more like amoralism. And, you know, that's just been the shift that's happened in the past decade. And so, you know, if you're not looking to scold or impugn others, yeah, it's definitely shifted to the right. Yeah, it's like silence is a consent kind of shit. Right, exactly. That, like, exactly. white silence is black violence. Exactly, exactly. If you're just igno- if you're just like some dumbass, you know, just smacked out of your mind, you've never thought about any of this shit. You don't give a fuck about any of this shit. You know, you are a fucking Nazi. You're a Nazi. If you're just smacked on the couch, just like, oh, what's going on with society? What? Like, oh, they did that shit? Like, sl- what? They did slavery on black people? If you're like that, you're a Nazi. You know what I mean? Like, just the average American that doesn't know what the fuck is going on. He's an exactly. If you're just a normal American subject. Yeah, or if you're a normal American subject who's, like, so disillusioned by everything now that's just like, yeah, I mean, we can't do shit to change that. Like, that's exactly. like my parents are at. They're not even black people, but they're just like, I mean, what am I going <laughs> to do? It is what like, it is. What does it matter? It's not these people aren't representing me. And those people, since they're not voting for Biden or whatever the fuck, oh, yeah, you're a fascist Jason now. So my mom's a fascist now. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's what I've been trying. People were always telling me, like, yo, you're, like, pushing right-wing shit. I'm like, no. You, you don't understand that the left has gone so hardcore pushing a social agenda and moving the goalposts every couple of years is a new buzzword, a new liberal buzzword, a new woke standard. It's always Folks. adapting and changing. Yeah, as soon as the normie gets scolded enough in public or on social media or by HR, and like, oh, fuck, I didn't know that was bad anymore. I'll, okay, I'll change the way I talk about it. As soon as they get on board with that, just out of apathy because it's not really a big deal either way. It's trivial. As soon as they get on board with that, exactly. It's just to not hear your, your you know, Somebody bitch at you or whatever. Like, as soon as you adjust to that, then there's a new standard. You know what I mean? The left is the one pushing it. So if you are, and that's the thing, you know, that's why, you know, I'm sure all of you have been called a Nazi. I've been called a Nazi. It's like, if you talk to the real, like, hardcore left who are a sign of where things are going to go as far as the left on mass, right? They find all that shit abhorrent. They find all that shit. They find agnosticism to be uh, uh, fervent fucking Nazism. That's how they view that. So, you know... It graphs on pretty well. I mean, I was I was fairly young when this was happening, but it, from what I remember, it graphs on fairly well to um, just like the gay marriage debate. And, you know, if you're just kind of take the position of, well, like, I don't really care what other people do, you know, if they want to be with a partner, then that's exactly, exactly, exactly a parallel where the right was very uh, 
moralistic about it and it's just it's just reversed exactly dude i was telling right-wing motherfuckers i was like dude i don't give a fuck what the fuck they do i don't give a shit who if they're yeah. fucking each other in the ass i don't care i do not care well, yeah Shut the fuck See, up about it. Derek K yelling at Slav. I'm like, yeah, back in the office, I was talking to Slav. I was like, dude, shut up. I don't care. I don't care. He's like, no, this is wrong, dude. They can't have kids. It's wrong. It's going to cause uh, depopulation. They're going to raise their kids wrong. Yeah, he told me this. And I was like, dude, I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. And now if you... be white supremacists. Right, right. And now if you have that opinion, you hate gay people pretty much. If you're just like, yo, I don't care. Like, if you're not actively, like, amplifying gay voices... You're a Nazi. You know what I mean? Like that's that's how things have moved now. Well, that's actually that's actually how that's actually how the Nazis uh, started uh, their operations and everything by not sending <laughs> people. Forget this. As everybody else, um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I I do think uh, yeah, I, I think well, I mean the social. I don't know. I don't. I don't. You know, the culture war shit. Like, who's winning? Who's not winning? I don't. I don't even really care. I mean, you know, I. I think I think it helps. I, I think it helps frame why the left has lost sense of where the middle is. Like nobody knows the numbers on what side. Nobody knows who's out of touch. Like they have no idea. They're they're just in their own bubble, you know, getting deeper. Oh, everyone lives in their own fake reality. I, yeah, I agree. Like I politics agree. involved. I agree. I think the left though is on is in another fucking universe more than. No, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think I would say that the culture war doesn't matter though. I mean, like yeah. obviously, like we know it. It obviously ultimately doesn't matter. But like it's the it's the it's the one thing being talked about at all. Of course, no, of course, of course. So it matters to that extent, of course. I think it might be like I, I feel like winning isn't exactly the right way to, to describe it. You know, it's more like who's a whose cultural vendetta is more dominant. Yeah, that's the thing. The left exactly winning. You know? The left's cultural agenda, uh, because it's gotten far out of hand. Uh, and now, I mean, I'm going to sound like a, a right winger from a year, a decade ago, but like they, because they're of the elite, you know what I mean? And they run the media and they're, they're everywhere. Cause they have, elite. right. And you know, they, I, I love that. I love that we need qualifiers. They're just real. It's just like 100% true. And, and like, and we talk all the time about like, like, oh man, like what's wrong with the left? What's going on? And it's just like, yeah, like the fact that like we ourselves need to make these fucking qualifiers. Yeah. Yeah. Know? No, like, fuck that qualifier. I'm going to remove that shit. I'm going to edit that shit out. That the fuck that no, that qualifier. Fine. I'm just, <laughs> like I'm not a Nazi, but I do think that the elites are kind of there's something suspicious here. Right, right. Like, kind of triple parentheses. Right. I want to gas minorities, but I would like to have a wife someday. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Normal shit. No, I mean they they they're part of the elite. The elites uh, are are left and and taking on the social left agenda. So they've got the bigger megaphone. So in terms of winning. I mean, I think of it in just like raw numbers. Like, who's got the numbers? Like, they don't have the numbers because they're of the elite. The elite are a small number by nature. So they've got the bigger presence. They've got the bigger influence on what HR departments do. They trickle down every this trickle down social, uh, uh, you know, economics or whatever. So I mean, they they've got that bigger presence. But yeah, I mean, in terms of who's winning, like, uh, I mean, you know, there's no winning either way. Nobody's gonna win this. Nobody's gonna fucking win this shit. It doesn't matter how how it goes. If it flips the other way, if if the right becomes, you know. Uh, the elite social culture, like it's, it's no, there's no winning this shit. You can't change the way people, you can't change people's values. You know what I mean? If somebody's in another fucking part of the world, you can't get them to believe the same exact shit you do. It's fucking stupid. You know what I mean? Well, I think the, I think the winning, I think the winning. I mean, because this shit's all just a fucking distraction. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, so, so like the winning in this case would be denying. I guess it would be denying Trump a second term where he would just do a bunch of fucking executive actions before he was out for good. Right now, there is no winning for the left. Like, well, there that is no that would be winning by denying your opponent a move. Sure. Yeah. 
I, I think I think that that's valid. I think that we, we need to do a lot of work as like distancing ourselves from the left, like from right. the just at least at least the modern conception of the left in American society. Like we need to be able to like very stringently say we are not those fucking rad libs. We're not those libs. You know, yes, we do believe like everyone should have basic equal rights and all this shit. Like we that message still resonates, obviously. But like we don't have to go deep in with it. And I think that what we should do is just focus on not like just distancing ourselves as much as possible from the left and emphasizing that we're not the main what you consider the left and that the what the American like quote Overton window or whatever that allows for what we consider the left uh, as far as in discussion and stuff is not at all actually like communist or Marxist or materialist or anything at all. Um, but it's in fact just another like reactionary strain of bourgeois liberalism. So we just have to be able to like make that distinction very strongly uh, and push away from it well, is what I think. I think as I, a caution, like uh, sort of, like, I think this is sort of like the Shia side of left Twitter slash there is no left Twitter is just kind of the pushing it back, pushing back against the idea of there being a we that can substantively split you know like i feel like kind of the underlying point in you know anti-leftism or just left criticism at the moment is just that any constituency that is going to be making that distinction between you know rad libby socialist left and more materialist left is that the materials materialist left is still going to be like you know i mean we're all in school right and we're all college educated or or in the path to being so and really there needs to be development of a you know actual working class power and oh yeah yeah like but the the we that's making the transition isn't so much saying like we and if you listen to us we will offer something different it's more saying we need to recognize that any the the as much as there is a we it's us being like within this greater sphere there's not much to be done if we want to move left substantively does that make sense yes okay Yes. Yeah. Getting uh, uh, getting too caught up on uh, on the uh, on the kind of abstractions of it, I feel like is like yeah. how I would kind of put that, you know. Yeah, and like putting like if you're on Twitter, like ultimately you don't carry that much weight in terms of being left. Like any no the most meaningful left action isn't going to happen on Twitter. So anybody who's making distinctions on Twitter isn't going to be the primary concern. And like you know, Mister at uh, Stepdad sixty nine sort of a point recently that i had been thinking about when i first came across this you know in the after bernie's loss and being exposed to sort of the there is no left criticism you know i'm from a middle class background and going to school and everything and you know is uh kind of a fatalist perspective and there's a very i had a very big point where i was like you know what role do i have to play in any sort of potential development because even if i'm like getting really educated i think i'm I would be alienating to any sort of working class graphic, right? Like, and, you know, the point he made, which I think is sort of the main avenue I've seen as the, the only real option for participation is like, you know, donating to strike funds and having some sort of like online left, which is more oriented towards enabling a natural left to develop through some sort of support. Party. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I um I think that that's I think that that's reasonable. I I I can't claim to like know what to 
do necessarily. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm in the business like, of critiquing shit. I'm in the business of talking yeah. shit. Like I'm, I'm not in the business of prescribing. I don't shit. have solutions. For yeah, you. I'm talking shit. You know what I mean? I'll spitball something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I was gonna say. Not that, not, not that, not that uh, that isn't appreciated. Um, um, not that you. Never mind. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of of the mind that, to the extent that I like, actually do, you know, like interact with whatever uh, representation of the left I see in front of me, uh, like, I guess just criticizing it into oblivion and trying to weaken uh, how it appears in my life as much as I can yeah. uh, seems like a meaningful thing to pursue right now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like just, yeah. just, just trying to just douse the entire thing. Um, yeah, and like your your point about the left sort of tailing, you know, just sort of the the average liberal perspective all on CNN. Like when you were bringing that up, I was just thinking like whenever push comes to shove, like with the Bolivia coup, like immediately the you know supposed online left sphere just fell like lockstep in being like, oh, like this isn't a coup, this isn't anything to be concerned about. And right, you know, that kind of bullshit is necessary to be like, look, like if anybody's going to be larping as left we should be able to look at this very clear instance of, you know, a coup happening and their inability to call it as it is. Right. Or the, uh, or the, um, uh, I mean, it's, you know, stupid culture worship, but the, uh, the Covington kids or whatever, right. The, the, the kid with the, the smug child yes. on TV with the Trump hat that everyone just freaked out about. The um, you know, with the that? drum. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, just like, what the fuck is wrong with people? What the fuck is wrong with people just falling into line? And I don't know. It's just it is like if you if you look at the if you if you zoom out, you take a couple steps back, um, just like how consistently the online we'll just call it the online left. Right. Uh, how consistently the online left is like in lockstep with like the liberal establishment. It's just like, all right, well, like, I don't know. A lot of the criticisms I get from like right wing relatives about that, I kind of like have no way of dismissing. Well, I mean, yeah, the, the online the thing that oh, Twitter is in real life and all that, like I get that, but I mean, you know, uh, in, in terms of there being trickle down influence, you know, like there's uh, a couple, like coastal Brooklyn leftists that sort of everybody else gets their opinions from, you know, what I mean, there is something to that in terms of like they might not be representative of everybody, but they sort of have this sway down to people who are, you know, maybe don't have time to think about this shit. There, they do have this uh, power to sort of influence the way things are framed and yes right. a lot of the fucking left just regurgitates all the same shit the liberals say and it's just shocking to me time and time again as things go on, go on like do you not realize that you're literally saying the exact same shit don lemon says verbatim like does that not occur to you you know what i mean like they they you know the impeachment shit like they were for impe i remember when chapo was for impeachment and aoc the squad they were all for impeachment the impeachment is lib fucking shit it's fucking lib shit and you know they never took the, I guess they never took the Russiagate shit on whole. I mean, I know some leftists who did, some people in DSA who took the Russiagate shit too, which is embarrassing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, mm -hmm. forget it. You know, impeachment usually, yeah, that's what they usually did take. And the COVID shit, you know, again, that's that's controversial, but like a lot of them take that verbatim I'll as do, is. I'll do one spicy for you. I'll do one spicy for you. Okay. <laughs> what is the left case? What is like an actually sound left case besides xenophobia for siding with, uh, with the Democrats over Trump? with regards to immigration uh it, to say nothing of the fact that like having a wall like building a wall is a complete stupid fucking waste of time 
Um, but like, we're usually not the people that are like super hawkish about like where money is being spent. To be fair, to be fair, though it is a valid criticism. Like, if we're about, if we're supposed to be about building working class power and everything, then like, in what way is the Democrats' uh, platform of just like maintaining the status quo of basically just slave labor for the middle class? How is that any more acceptable than Trump's position? Right. Because uh, so like, it's actively, because by my estimation, it's like actively like quite a few times worse than like than tightening up on immigration. Well, again, the immigration thing and the trade, the corporate trade deals thing is conflated in my eyes. I don't think they're exactly the same issue. You know, I think the right and the left conflates them because no, I, I'm, not, I'm not even talking about that. I'm, I'm straight up just talking about like uh, straight up just talking about like, you know, limiting, limiting uh, work visas and tightening up on on like border control and all of this shit. As opposed to Democrats, which are 100% in lockstep towards working towards, um, you know, open borders. Um, again, I'm not, I'm not saying that you have to be like actively pro-Trump, but like the, the online left has been so vehemently actively anti-Trump on this issue. Um, when like out of two positions that don't reflect our actual values, his is actually the one that seems like obviously more in line with less exploitation of workers and like what most working class americans would probably like <laughs> you're, you're right right uh it's 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 left-wing politics almost exclusively for posterity's sake right like we have to be champions of the working man until the working man uh who'd have thought says something that's sort of unseemly and then we need to call him a fucking nazi and completely oppose him you know to yeah. the nail support the working man until like the working man is in uh, competition with an immigrant you know yeah then it's like, then it's not then we can just kind of look the other way like if you're a leftist who isn't blackpilled on electoralism and you're gonna be like all right well i gotta vote for somebody then like his position on immigration would be the one that should immediately uh appeal to an actual uh labor-minded uh yeah and non-interventionalism yes yes exactly well i mean that's the really i mean that's the obvious one right but but yes yeah right. one like 100 yeah i mean maybe i'm still a lib on, and like uh, that tpp shit too Right, yeah, same I mean, thing. I, same I thing. I don't think that his like I don't think that his measures on trade I think that his measures on trade like get overstated a lot. Like that is one thing that I'll like that I'll like shit on the right uh, actively about a bit. But but yes, again, like if we're if we're choosing I have to push back on that, right? But like but if we're choosing like two shitty choices, like these are all examples where like he is the obviously less shitty choice, albeit still super shitty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he tweets fourteen word tweets. <laughs> <laughs> he, he tweeted Kofifi you know what I mean that's that's pretty damning he's a little unhinged <laughs> he's like he slipped down that Korean camp and he's gonna heal over any day now that's actually Biden though <laughs> like it's in the office and yo what was like inauguration that shit about like oh look look how little his rally is doing you know uh, the numbers he's doing but right. like, leftists doing saying that shit it, it was just mind boggling it was just like yo Versus what? Like, what, what are you talking about? Versus what? Like, That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, look at Biden shit. It's, there's nothing there. And it's like oh, these... Chairs and circles. Yeah, it's yeah. the social distancing. <laughs> yeah. It's like these... Hey, social distancing, bears. You've got a 20-person limit. That's numbers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're... Yeah, he filled the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, I mean, I'm down to, like, shit on Trump. Like, I'm, I'm sure. Like, but, like, you know... He's the president. But th at the end of the day, they still view... Uh, the Biden left as the side that is still on their side. They still view them that way. You know, you talk yes, to all yeah. these like hammer sickle motherfuckers. Like they're supposed to be the guys who are like, you know, trying to put these motherfuckers in Central Park. You know what I mean? Like Chris Matthews said, like they're supposed to have that mentality. 
and they still view the left, the Dems, as like one of them. They still talk that way in all their criticism and all their like, oh, we're fucked. Like the Dems are doing bad. Like, oh, we're fucked. Like they're with us. They still have that language. And it's just very strange. It's like, yo, like you think they're closer to you than Trump? Because I, I don't think so. I think, you know, I, I, don't, I don't even think the, the, the common thing is that they're neutral, right? Like they're both equally bad. I don't even think that. I think I think the Dems are 100 percent worse than Trump right now. Right now, absolutely, man. Like again, like like it, it's not not in like a pearl clutching like oh my, 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 my star spangled banner, not anything like that. But like no, like putting out political ads as one of the two major political parties in this country, talking about burning it down and talking about how we're just like a fundamentally horrible evil country that like that's like end days of rome shit and like i don't want to be in fucking end days of rome like stop doing this you know and that doesn't even speak to biden's face which is so mind-blowing to me like biden's whole thing is like oh i'm not a quote revolution like the people don't want a revolution they want to return to normalcy so like it's just kind of crazy when they're just like yeah burn it down and then like fight it Right, it's schizophrenic it's just it's just like inherently schizophrenic they're trying to be all things to all people they're trying to they're being stretched thinner than Obama was because Obama just had to play center left, center right. You know, it's very, very easy. It's a short pivot. But this poor old guy who's got clear, you know, his eyeballs about to bust out of his head. They're making this old fucking geezer who can't remember where he's at. They, they're forcing him to to uh, finesse an even bigger uh, fucking pivot. He's trying to get like the populist left and all their fucking, you know, the economic left. They're trying to get. He's trying to get us. <laughs> he's trying to get the Radlibs and the neocons. Like he's trying to finesse everybody at once. Like that's 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 cruelty. It's elder cruelty. And like the anti-China nationalist strain. The neocons. Yeah, yeah, yeah neocons. It's cruel. And, and jokes and jokes on him because I'm far economic left and I'm a racist. <laughs> he's losing the Slav vote and he can't get that handily. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I had someone try to tell me that Biden might uh, Trump might not even win Georgia, and they and they sent like me that map. Yeah, yeah, they sent me something that was like the amount of votes, right? And Trump had a million. The Republican Party had a million votes, like a million and thirty three thousand votes in Georgia, and the Democratic Party uh, had a million and like two hundred thousand. And he was like, "Look, bro, like they're losing, like they don't even bring out as many voters." And I was like, "Yeah, dude, but also Trump is running on a fucking post." And he brought out a million. Exactly. That's why I kept telling these motherfuckers, like, are you stupid? Like, he's running unopposed. And they still did that just to show that they still fuck with him. That's why I don't get the left. Yo, it's such such a weird thing, man. Watching all the, like, MSNBC libs do the same thing they did in 2016. Be like, yo, he's doing him. He can't win again. I'm like, damn, this is mad familiar. I remember this shit. Feeling like he can win. And and they're saying that he can't win. I just remember the same exact feeling. And the left, you know, I mean, I think it's true because of a coup. But that's very different than the, the left actually thinks... He's going to lose because he's becoming less popular. Like that's a very different reason for why he would lose. You know what I mean? Maybe becoming okay. less popular, but Biden is not at all more popular. Yeah, like, I think that's, I, I that's think what I think. I think it's still safe to say. I think it's still safe to say that what's happening right now is like a flurry of blows against him. And sure. to like make, I think it's way too early to call it naive to say to to, to to say that Trump is like just losing popularity and that could lose him the election. Like I I I think that that's a reasonable possibility, man. Like you know, just a straight I, up election, he loses. I, I I'm I am not ruling it out. Having said that, having said that, like my point earlier, just about like the default political party in America, if you're apolitical, just is the Democrats. I don't because, think like, so. No, well, no, no. I get what you're saying, but I not still for think, working class people. I think it's the I think it's the Republican Party. The default for, for, agnostic for opinion is the right. Okay, in in every single depiction of politics in our culture, 
in our shared culture and everything, that is the case, right? Everybody that's plugged into the television set is seeing that, right? Normies, okay? I get, I get what you guys were saying, right? But you get what I'm saying. I mean, it's the hegemonic. Sure. The, he- the value, the, the main value system, right? Is that, and, and it's it's the Democratic Party to the to the to the empty vessel who is being filled with the culture of of our of our of our times, looks at the Democratic Party as the lukewarm glass of water, and looks at Donald Trump as the boiling hot glass of water because he's in the Republican Party. They're gonna side with the Democratic Party because they're not the actively bad ones; they're just the neutral ones. Having said that, I think that part of that is like relying on the fact. Um, is basically just like relying on Americans being lazy fucking slobs that are basically just empty vessels to pour their main cultural media agendas into. And and if you're going to hedge on that as your main strategy, then you're probably also going to come up on the fact that like this this is us being a bunch of, you know, fat, lazy fucking slobs. And so like how many of those people are actually going to get up and fucking vote in the first place? Like like I think that I like the part of our American psyche that leads to deep, deep apathy is exactly the avenue that I think the Democratic Party is trying to reach everyone through culturally. And I, I, I think that I think that that's like you think obviously that, I think that that can be completely disastrous. You think now, making an apathy that potentially I, I know that I just said that Trump could potentially lose. But right now, I think the most likely thing <coughs> is just like dominating all the culture and just being like lowest common denominator. Everyone's on our page. I mean, it's like, you know, you're playing a stupid game. You might win a stupid prize. Like you're just the dumb television party, and like people might just stay on the fucking couch. You know? I don't believe you know. I, I don't. I don't believe they have the presence and the broad appeal that they say they do. I don't believe it. I don't believe you know if if they've got you know what they've always said about bipartisan. You know, like oh it was bipartisan. Like you know everybody fucked with it. The whole country fucks with it. But it's for like taxes for the rich. You know, what I mean, does the whole country really fuck with that when you know half of the voting age population votes? You know, so then you got an even smaller sliver of that that's you know basically a consenting to all this like do they really fuck with it it's like i don't i don't buy that man i don't i don't, I don't buy that they're the neo it's a different game now it's a different game now it's not about that anymore it's literally about no i think we're in is. the beginning we're in the beginning of nazi so, germany and like do you support donald trump and in like most people on the side of the road unless you're in a rural area and like hate to break it to you about population sizes but like most people are gonna fucking tell you the socially acceptable thing that doesn't come with the fucking deep deep stigma right that's what I'm saying. I'm not yeah, saying most of people might not go out and vote for that. Exactly. Exactly. Like, like you can be the room temperature of, you know, you can, you can have all of the social uh, norms on your side and everything, but that's passive as opposed to actually like actively getting people riled up, which isn't their strategy. Do you get what I'm saying? Exactly. Yes. And that is what Trump's strategy is, is getting people actively riled up. Yes, and so he has those- a higher energy in his supporter base and that energy translates into voter turnout. And Biden has one of the weakest energy of any voter bases I've, that I've seen. Now, I've not been around long, too long through many elections, but like, I don't know anyone that's like stoked on Biden. I know several people that are like, oh, OK, Biden. And so I think that that doesn't translate to like if people have maybe some other plan on polling day, they just wouldn't vote type of shit where like maybe some Trumpers would like they would change their plans around to make sure they can vote. That's what Trump. I'm saying. Yo, it's, exactly. it's fervor. It's, 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 it's the same as 2016. It's like establishment or anti-establishment. The people who are anti-establishment have more fervor because they're more desperate. The people who are, you know, not as desperate, they don't have that fervor. They're, they're cool in either way. I mean, you know, now it becomes a thing where, you know, I remember when I wished more people were political. Like, everybody was apolitical. I was like, damn, I feel like people, I was, I was, I felt like a weirdo. 
and now everybody's into politics because the situation materially is getting worse. It forces everybody to and come into your life. Of course, yeah, yeah, and of course they they do the politics, but as a you know culture war shit instead of material shit. But the material thing drove that. Like it's getting worse, and that's why everybody has to think, damn, why is shit all fucked up right now? Like they have to think about that. So it's still, it's still important to keep in mind though that like all this mobilization that's going on right now and people getting involved was the structures in place, the monopolies that control media companies and everything and, and the political establishment beating everyone to the punch by creating, by creating an outrage to mobilize against before I think people it, reacted to material circumstances. The first couple of nights were not that though. Like the, until Black Lives sure. Matter really got involved like a few times, like a few days into it all. Right, right. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, get, I still think my point still stands, though. I mean, like, the, like resources and millions and millions of dollars are being pumped into this, and so, like, yeah. I mean, like, whatever was like a, a few nights, like a month ago, is like something like. Oh, that's a whole other thing now. Those people aren't out now. Those yeah, exactly. people like, are no we're, longer. We're talking on the street. about like, yeah, like a riot in Minneapolis. Yeah, sure. Like, I'll accept that. Um, a protest in you know New Zealand or Australia or whatever. Like, huh? Okay. Yeah. Um. Kind of weird. Real quick before we uh, move to protest shit, like I, I want to play CRK with your concept of a coup. Um, Can you turn your mic up just a little bit? Just yeah, yeah. I want to play. I want to play with your concept of a coup because um, have you thought about the neocon shift and very much the Republican forces around it, all of the Lincoln Project and the um, Super PAC? As you know, I, I sort of think of that as a soft coup where. There is a very real shift, and this is, you know, the Democrats won 2018 in such a major wave because of those voters. You know, I think it was something like after 2018, 45 of the top 50 wealthiest counties were represented by Democrats. And, you know, like, I I, I think, like, I agree with your concept of a coup, but I would imagine that it wouldn't be as messy as, like, it's going to get right up to the election, and so something's going to intervene. Instead, you know, this sort of project of the Democrats shifting to cater to that wealthier base while still, you know, hyping up the hysteria hysteria to keep the normal Democrats, the normie Democrats who are, like, you know, offended by Trump's vulgarity, you know, it keeps them in the party. You keep, you know, the more, like, the the base of democrats who are just like republicans are racist so we're not going to go there you know they stay in the party but the big shift is all of these voters who determine 2018 are going to similarly play a role in 2020 and so the the republicans can lean on that behind the scenes you know trump trumpism clearly doesn't go much beyond him and it offers a way to sort of re-legitimate the party by ushering out trump and you know who knows what direction it can go with in biden but it still very much keeps like the material interest of the Republican Party by splitting it among the Democrats. Like, this is the coup. Yeah, like, like, like the past four years have been the coup, and the Lincoln Project doing all these ads and the super PAC being formed is just, you know, one of many steps, and we're going to continue to see more of that. But, like, yes. you know, the coup isn't some cabal behind the scenes, like, being like, okay, when Trump goes on stage, we're going to, like, fuck up his mic and make him say some shit or whatever. The, the right. coup is, like, the actors being like, those... <laughs> Those like fuckers in the mansion with who who came out without their shoes on to wave their guns at protesters, you know, the <laughs> Miami Vice, right? Pink Polo dude, like that's the coup, right? It's it's people like him, you know, voters like him who materially are transitioning to the Democratic Party, or their their material interests are maintained while transitioning to the Democratic Party, and the Republicans are able to go along with it because it's 
that Biden isn't a threat in that sense, and it suppresses, you know, the right, right. The, the American political machine circle in the wagons is the case. exactly, yeah. And side note on uh, that dude that came out with the guns, everyone's acting like that's just the worst thing ever. Like that's just the most terrible thing, and like, look how ugly his house is and shit. And like, <laughs> sure, he had terrible trigger discipline, and so did his wife. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I like. If I thought people, if I was in his mindset and I thought people like for some reason were coming to my house to destroy it or whatever, I'd be out on my porch with a fucking gun too, man. Like, I don't know. Like, I get, I get it on both sides. Like, I don't really get the outrage. Like, he didn't shoot anyone. He probably could have not aimed it at people and shit. Sure, but like, he, they also like did apparently cross onto his property and stuff. So like, I don't know. It's not to me. It's not the biggest moral outrage I've ever seen. Like people are acting like. I mean, I don't. Like, I don't care like, about. I can relate with him more than I can relate with the people who are freaking out about that dude. I mean, I don't care about it either way. I just don't. I just don't give a fuck about any of the stupid like culture yeah, exactly. war fodder. Or, I don't give a fuck either way. I really don't. You know, I'm just sick of this shit. Just just trending and like, you know, I'm supposed to take a. I don't give a fuck either way. Like whether they're real or not, I don't really care. The thing about the coup is like, it's just the material informs the social war shit, right? It's like. The left and the libs and the DNC and the neocons, they're all part of a shrinking base. As income inequality grows, they're on a smaller and smaller island. And, you know, I've seen normie motherfuckers who weren't of the elite class who drifted towards Trump and drifted towards the right. They didn't have hard feelings about any of that shit. They didn't give a fuck about immigration or, or uh, trans shit. They didn't give a fuck about any of that shit. They were just, they didn't care. They were able, They were the liberals of the aughts. They were agnostic. And now, when I talk to them, they're all hardcore going that way. They're drifting that way. I see them. People I never thought would drift that way are drifting that way. This is the thing. The material, and they, they were never, these were the people that, the people that I, I know anecdotally were not people who were economically cushy. The cushy motherfuckers drifted left, you know, either, either drifted to Radlib, Chapo left, or they drifted to, you know, or just re-solidified like Neolib, DNC, boilerplate shit. So, you know, it was always a material thing. So, you know, as this material condition gets worse and Trump's not doing anything about that, it goes to them. So, you know, it has to be, this is the thing, when people tell me there's not going to be a coup, right? It has to be two things, right? They don't have the motive or they don't have the capability. They have the capability. We all know that. Anybody who denies that is a naive fucking moron, right? So that's done. The motive, right? They tell me, oh, he's part of the neolibs. He's part of the whole blob. So why would he, why would they do that? He's one of them. But if you know about TPP, and I, I get what you mean, Slav, like maybe he's not that hardcore on the right social things like he isn't i mean there's that disgruntled vibe on the right but he's never read a bible sure sure but he he's still i mean i don't even know how much that shit matters anymore that that particular sect of it because i mean there's a lot of new blood in the right that's sure secular or whatever but it, it, it doesn't it doesn't even matter the point being is that he he is still uh, uh better than them on trade and wars and wars were, were how obama got elected right i think i wouldn't have gone into iraq right even though he couldn't have voted at the time Right. I wouldn't have gone into Iraq. That was a big wedge between him and Hillary and the whole DNC establishment. That's how he ran as an outsider. Right. This shit matters. The the anti-interventionism and the uh, 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 the trade shit. Right. It's a huge wedge between the establishment. It's every debate. That's how it was. It was a huge wedge. And I just feel like they have the motive. They have the motive. It's clear. If they have the capability and they have the motive, the only, the only thing left is that uh, people are just fucking completely cut and just, you know, go against their own interest, which might, might happen. Maybe, you know, if, if he wins, if Biden wins straight up and there's nothing funny going on, I mean, I'm just going to uh, admit I'm a fucking moron. I'm just going to admit it. Like, I, I'll, I'll admit that shit. I don't see that happening because, you know, 
it's a material thing, man. Shit is getting worse, and and nobody looks to the Democrats to fix it. I don't care what they say. I don't care what's going on on CNN. I don't care what these rad libs say. Like, oh wow, it's looking bad for Trump. It really is looking bad. I watch CNN. It's looking bad. I don't give a fuck what they say. The fact is, nobody looks to the Dems to fix that. Nobody looks to them. They always look to. I was, Obama won because he was running as anti-establishment. I'm going to fundamentally change this shit. That's what he said. Everybody's change. looking. Yeah. He said, I'm going to fundamentally change it. And Biden says he's not. Like, they're looking for somebody since Obama in 08 to Trump. You know, this whole time, they've been looking for somebody to change the shit because it's getting worse. Their kids are going to live worse than they are. And their kids, too. So that's all that defines the shit. The social shit comes after. Like, oh, you know, well, actually, maybe trans shit is fucked up. Maybe the left is fucked up. It's always after. It's an afterthought. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's what drives it. I think what you can drives see it. That- even a bunch of the left and the libs, like, for instance, when Kanye announced uh, yesterday, like, who knows if that's real or not? He you say what? Isn't. Kanye announced he was going to run for president. Holy shit. You didn't know about that? No, I didn't. I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and, so and, I just like, and I just like to say as a quick side note that uh, FedPost is uh, in officially endorsing Kanye. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm yay pilled. I'm yay pilled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeezys for all kind of thing. Absolutely. Oh, right, right, right. But so – when you saw that he came out yesterday, there was so much, like, so many people on the, quote, left and libs and stuff that are like, A, maybe I'll vote for Kanye, and B, a lot of people <laughs> saying, hey, don't fucking vote for Kanye because you're going to take away Biden's face. So you see that there's, like, still even then there's a push, even in the libs and in the left, for an outsider, like, to where even Kanye was able to, like, bring up at least some concern from the establishment left, as well as some support in the more fringe left so like you see like i don't i don't know i don't think biden has a strong coalition at all i don't think absolutely not selection at all no no he, uh, through just like real beans right right kind. right i mean going back yeah, to I mean, thing. oh yeah absolutely we are we're circling just like i i wonder if disillusionment is a more likely outcome than voters shifting back like like materially deprived voters shifting back to Trump because really the past 12 years has been, it's, you know, it was Obama not doing any for, anything for them and they go to Trump. And, you know, I would have to imagine that coming out of all this Corona shit, like we, shit hasn't hit the fan yet. You know, like there's still yet. about upcoming rent dues Absolutely. that nobody can pay for. And Unemployment's going to end. Yeah, exactly. And I have to imagine that there are going to be plenty of voters who, while they know that Democrats aren't going to provide them anything, are going to be like, well, Trump has been here this whole time and I only got twelve hundred dollars over four months and i haven't had a job and i'm completely fucked so maybe neither of them are good so i'm just gonna peace out you know yeah absolutely which which i don't think that it would hurt trump i don't think it's gonna hurt trump enough to like i think you have that amount of people if not more on the dim side as well or like the solution left from the bernie camp yeah whatever that hurts trump it hurts the Uh, dems more because they they you know that disillusionment has been around for decades, that's been that's been way longer than this. That's been that's been the story of American politics is like people checked out. You know, even when times were relatively good in the '90s or whatever, people have been checked the fuck out because they know this shit isn't for them. They know it's not helping them. So it's like they've already been checked out, and they already know it's tedious, trivial bullshit. So I mean, if if people just checked, if people just checked out, then that would yeah, almost certainly ensure a Trump victory. Absolutely, because because, yeah. because the right bourgeois is bigger than the left bourgeois, and if the proles just stay home. Who gives a fuck? Like it's just that's easy. That's easy. That's that's that's, that's 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 turning new states territory right there in my mind. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how this. <laughs> I guess we should like. I forgot about the Kanye shit. I guess we should <laughs> game that out a little bit. I mean, I, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how because he said originally. I, I can't believe I'm talking about this. I guess, I guess he said originally <laughs> that, that he, he he didn't want to. Uh, yeah, things were getting a little slow. Thank God he he came in at the right time. Like, yeah, I, Paris Hilton did too yesterday. To what? She announced that she's running for president. Fuck out of here. Yeah, it might be a play. It's probably a ploy, but she did it for sure. Well, this is the thing. I mean, uh, they were saying after Trump won that it's going to usher in the celebrity uh, candidate era where oh, people are just yeah. kind of like, you know, people, the Dems were, what was it? Michael Moore was asking for Oprah to run? Like, it was some real, like, bleak shit. Like, people, like, <laughs> people, people want celebrity. Like, yo, it's just anybody could win, apparently. Like, it's, it's, it's not about the, because it's the outsider thing, and people are so cucked that they think celebrities are outsiders because they're not in government. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's that type of thing. But, like, I mean, I guess it's, it's old school. It's old Republican shit. Right. It's old Republican shit. Oh, well, you know, it, 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 the government being, I mean, they're not entirely wrong. Government being just this, like, completely corrupting entity. We need someone who just, like, doesn't know. Who's not in government. They're doing it. As, as, as if these celebrities. Kind of understand. Sure, but, sure. But as if these yeah, celebrities yeah, well, aren't rubbing shoulders with these motherfuckers at the same parties for decades. Like, it's the same blob. You know what I mean? No, no, exactly. It's like, hey, like, let's like, let's get someone that's like, that's like, not from this corrupting community, and get someone from an even worse corrupting community that's like, that's still like, the same community. Like a public secret that they're all pedophiles. Yeah, this is still the same. Sh- yeah, but yeah, I mean, I just remember Kanye in 2016 being like, uh, I'm gonna run 2020, and then he went MAGA, and then he was like, I'll wait till 2024 to not fuck with Trump shit. So, I mean, at this point, what he says is sort of. Uh, you know, subject to whether he's on his meds or not. You know, I mean, it could be he's just saying this shit, and it, absolutely, and it could be that he's just saying this shit, and you know, in a week from now, this is just a headline, or who knows? I mean, I don't, I don't know if he's serious. It's hard to t- you can't take it serious, but I guess if it yeah. is, hmm? can I ask, are any of you guys Tucker pilled for twenty twenty four? Oh, I heard about that. All right, d- d- I feel like I feel like Slav is. <laughs> well, Slav's watching every night like but, that's my hero <laughs> he speaks for me in the he, guy has watched American television show all yeah. the time after right. after the, he has Is that, that true? Uh, yes monologue. man that like, monologue was actually sometime like, last week it was like what 42 million or am I just like completely blowing that out I, th- I mean I think it was it was, well, was, was 4.2 big, big number it was big whatever it was yeah. but like you know I watched like a bit of it and he's doing a really good job of positioning like moral authority and balancing criticism while still like framing it as reclaiming the Republican Party and sort of how I could see it playing out because I think I'm leaning more into the neocon neocons helping Biden and you guys sort of what I see as a potential thing playing out is like Trump gets done with right and there is some sentiment of like Trumpism that his base has and then Biden obviously isn't going to do shit and then Tucker can come in and he can sort of run the like we're going to reclaim the Trump like the Republican Party and like here's the good things Trump had and here's how the Republican party was an obstacle to that. And I'm going to be the vector through which we can reclaim that. And, you know, he gets sort of to strike that balance on the right while also contrasting himself with Biden, who's not going to do shit, you know, I mean, and, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll make it, I'll make it real simple. Just right off the bat. If, if he's, he's just, he's just rousing the populist, right. Which like I've been dismissing on here for a while as just being kind of just insignificant in Washington. Um, within the Republican Party. And I think what we're talking about of like kind of, I mean, yeah, consolidation of the legacy parties, I guess, into the Democratic Party, like the neocons um, going. Yeah, you already know what I mean. Um, Then then Tucker is the one going, all right, motherfuckers, 
than like I'm going to repurpose the Republican Party. I like at first blush, I would imagine that that's not going to fucking work um, just because like I kind of dismiss the populist. Right. Because I just I don't think that they're I, th- I think that they're just insignificant. Um, but um, oh, and in no small part, just because like he's on his show telling people to protest the platform of the Republican Party and like first of all like there's wind blowing in your direction when you're telling someone like people to do that um though maybe maybe anti-establishment fervor really is that magic right but the i think so bigger th- yeah and that i would imagine you would think that but the bigger thing is is that republicans don't protest basically almost ever um like they really don't a lot of the stuff we've seen about like the shutdown um and, and those things i know we've like discussed it on the show are basically like all the product of Facebook groups and shit like that. Um, and like, there's, there's like, it's not a lot of people. It. Yeah, no, but, but like, as far as like the, the official organized, uh, the official arms of the Republican party, no, like that protests aren't like a thing they fucking do. Um, so I don't know. He's going to have his work cut out for him. Um, and I'll also just it, say like, as far as being Tucker pilled or whatever, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that even looks like anymore, but maybe I am. Uh, Look, I think AOC and I think Tucker or, you know, uh, whoever, you know, uh, I think this is much AOC. Sure. He would, sure. He would destroy AOC. Body her. Oh, my sure. God. He is, he is a classic demagogue. I, I think she is to some degree as well. I mean, I, I think Crystal Ball and Tucker are the comparison that parallel that comes to my mind a lot where they're just, yeah. they just seem like you, you, part, were, you were part of the establishment. I remember. I remember in the office, you were part of that shit. And you got ejected because you weren't doing so hot. And now you're blowing this other tune. So I kind of see it as like, you know, you're trying to salvage your own career and you know where the wind's blowing. You know, if you're going to come at it from the outside, you got to appeal to this populist sentiment on both sides. But they never really appealed to it too much to the point where they're, they're just sort of like funneling it back to, uh, you know, he's still talking about, you know, the GOP as if that's salvageable. If you're a hardcore motherfucking right person, the GOP is shit. They're not doing shit. They're they're fucked. They're completely fucked. There's no fixing them. As soon as Trump's gone, they're going back to the way they were. Lindsey Graham, all these motherfuckers, they they changed their tune for like a couple seconds. You know they're going back to the way they were. I don't believe like, you know, uh, the Tom Cotton and all this shit. They're going back to, they're, they're, they're fundamentally reptilian. They're going back to that shit after Trump's I'll, gone. I'll push back on that a little bit though. I mean, I think, I mean, this is, this is just the, this was just the Bernie strategy. He's just proposing the Bernie strategy for the Republican party. Um, which like, I don't really, right, right, exactly. I don't really think that that's what Trump was in quite the same way. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and like, I see the Republican party, like as far as just like a base of voters and everything, like a lot more capable of pulling that off. And so like, I disagree. I disagree. I mean, they vote a hell of a lot more and I think that they can vote these people in their party out a lot easier than we're going to give them credit for. Like Mitch McConnell is like a famously, uh, in a famously, uh, dubious seat. Uh, like his, his constituents fucking hate it. Uh, <laughs> so like, I, I don't like, I, I, I see the Republican party and their voters flipping the shit of being a lot more capable of fucking the shit than the Democrats are. That the GOP would become more, uh, directly yeah, just, catering just, to them, beholden to the them. Thing, it's, it's the same thing as, as Bernie Sanders, where you just go like, hey, we're just going to use this party as a platform and we're just, or as a vehicle and we're going to we're going to retool it into what we want it to be. I think it's inherently a flawed idea. I think it's inherently uh, and uh, I think anybody. Well, do, you, do you feel that way because because you feel that way towards electoralism or do you feel that way in a way that's specific to this? I don't even know about electoralism. I, I get what Rebel says, and I think there's a lot of uh, validity to what he's saying about electoralism in general. But I, I would say sp- more specifically, the GOP and the DNC are fucked. Fucked, 
fucked, fucked for decades. You know what I mean? People have already known this for a long time ago. Irredeemable. Yeah, a lot of motherfuckers would be like, what do you mean you're trying to change the the, DNC, the Democrats? You're trying to change the Republicans. What are you talking about? There's no changing them. They're, that's what they're founded in. They're, they're founded in fucked up shit, the elite. That's what, that's, there, there is no changing them. The, to to, yeah, to try to change that them. didn't work with Bernie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To try to change them is an inherently bankrupt uh, endeavor. You know what I mean? It's, it's you're not. It's not. It's not happening. It's never going to happen. And anything that you think is going party. to happen, anything you think is going to happen, like AOC taking over the Democrats, is not really happening. It's not really happening. It's not what you think it is. That's not really what uh, uh, them coming around really means the way you wanted it. Not really. Unless she comes around to them first. And oh, she's not. She's not. More, more so, she's not far from that. No, she's a right psyop. She's she's she's. What you said? She's trending there. Like, like she, yeah, exactly. she's just a woker version of exactly, exactly. She's rehabbing a dead, dying party. The GOP and the DNC are dead, dying parties. And these motherfuckers, Carlson and AOC are just rehabbing this shit. They're just yeah. trying to put a new paint on this shit. It's fucked. Anybody who's underclass, who's really underclass from like a decade ago, two decades ago, they wouldn't buy any of this shit. They wouldn't buy any of it because they'd be like, yo, I don't care what they call it. I don't care what they say, what nice words they say. I don't care how close they get to underclass issues that I feel. I know they're full of shit because it's I mean, underclass just I mean, needs its own party. If we're exactly. Reducing, if we're well, obviously, like that's the ideal. But if we're reducing the conversation to just like, are the parties just totally lame and dysfunctional? Then like you're obviously going to like you're you're entering into a, a situation where you're obviously going to be right by default. But like if you are a person in the business of gaining political power, then the obvious first choice in doing that in seizing that is to just rehabilitate one of the two main yes. parties that we have in this country and, and to to act like the correct way for Tucker Carlson to pursue his interests would be to just start uh, a third party out like just from the ground up is just obviously uh, absurd. No, so I, like, I, so like like do I do I think that do I think that like this is going to that he will end up making like a, a, a great thing out of the Republican Party and that they will uh, ever like achieve goals that I want? Well, like, no. And that's why I brought up electoralism. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's just going to be a bourgeois system regardless. Right. Um, but but just watching it from a not having a horse in the race standpoint. No, I think that he stands a really fucking good chance, and this yeah. is the only viable strategy. He's not going to start a fucking third party, and it would be stupid if he chose to start a third party. I, um, unless you want to go, like, Green Party and sit with all the fucking crystal moms and, like, you know, weird hippies. Um, I should no, clarify, I strongly disagree. I should clarify. Like, when I say Tucker Pilled, I just mean, like, I think Tucker 2024 is happening, and I think he is the rehabilitation project for the Republican Party. Yes. Yeah, it's like... Because right now he's positioning himself as striking the balance between, like, we lost the party and, like, there is some future of the party, but they're not following it. And, you know, he still gets to maintain the sentiment around Trump, but he just gets to go to 2024 and be like, well, I'm like the new thing because the Republican Party failed when he's just sort of bringing it to the back door. And his outsider positioning currently is just, will just completely help to, it will just completely aid in that re-legitimation. Yeah, I, I think I think that he is he is like the right person in the right position to pull this off, like just the best the best poised to do so. Um, I think it's interesting. I'm not I don't know if I'm 100 percent sold on 2024 a run, um, like if that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, well, I feel like if Trump wins, I don't know if that would happen. But if Biden wins, if Biden wins, I think I'm going to be looking out for it. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that. And again, and again, like it's, it's, 
it's another thing entirely to say like whether or not this is doomed to fail because like we live in a world where literally everything that's meaningful in this context just always fails because because it's a horrible horrible place <laughs> so like so like speaking nothing to that it's just like whether or not this is um viable or something to actually look at yeah i mean with that without a doubt without a doubt a hell of a lot more viable than mitt fucking romney <laughs> taking selfies with black lives matter marches when i just went up for the fourth to uh to some rural town up north and like you know how many fucking trump flags i saw up there like no nah, man mitt, mitt romney mitt romney's dead in the water he can he can maybe run as a fucking democrat you know what i mean he's That's part of the club yeah it, he's yeah. he's yeah but but again, like I said, you know, maybe the maybe the, the populist right does end up just being completely irrelevant and the media just, you know, aligns correctly. And, you know, we get Romney heir apparent to the uh, to the to the weird Android Republican Party in four years. I don't know. They're not irrelevant. The, the, the thing, uh, you know, uh, a lot of leftists I've been hearing saying is like the populist right doesn't exist. Like it doesn't even exist. Well, that's bullshit. Right. I know you. Yeah, I know you get that. I mean, it's just it's just part of this sentiment of like, well, they're either very small to being trivial or they don't exist. This whole notion to me is fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit denial of what's going on. It's just like this shit is getting worse and it's going to split to the polls. Right. All the talk of like, hey, there's a lot of polarization, a lot of polarization socially and all these things. Right. Mm. Uh, you know, on social issues. And really, that's what it just boils down to. Right. But this polarization is, is based on the fact that shit is getting worse, undeniably worse across the board. And for people to act like they always tell me, oh, it's, the populist right doesn't exist because Trump is uh, kind of a neocon. And I'm like, one, I can debate that he's he's not really a full neocon the way you're thinking. But second of all, that doesn't define the people who voted for him. The people who exactly. it's, it's amazing how often I hear this argument. He he is him, whatever the fuck he is and, and his grift or whatever the fuck. I don't care his demagoguery, whatever. But the people that voted for him, that is undeniable. If they're dumb and stupid and they just got suckered, whatever. The point being is their sentiment is undeniable. Undeniable. They want fucking change. And if they view it as through him or through Obama, one in 10 people switch from Obama to Trump in the Rust Belt where the votes mattered. That's just a, that's just a fact. So it's like people don't get like, people just want something outside of the norm, right? They just want something that's what the definitive factor is, is anti-establishment. And it's just shocking how much uh, the left and the neolibs and, and everybody just makes it seem like the, the, the neolib cons have more sway than they do. They don't. They're desperately, if, you, if you're really looking at it with sober eyes and really seeing it for what it is, they're flailing. They're desperate. They're fucking desperate. They're not in good standing. I don't care what's going on in the news, how well they seem like they're, they're positioned or how in control they seem they are. They're not. They're flailing. They are fucking flailing. They don't have a grip on this shit. And that's why, in my mind, they have to do the coup. They have to do martial law. They have to pretend that this fucking virus, psyop bullshit, mutated. They have to say this shit because they've got no choice. They can't get a grip on people through the conventional uh, consent means. They can't do that anymore because nobody buys this shit. Nobody believes them. For decades and decades, decades, whoever was on the right with the Republicans or the Democrats, they've been disillusioned. The majority of them have been disillusioned. There's some idiots who still cling on, who've probably been doing well, or just, you know, uh, cucked out of their minds. I don't know how that's about, I don't know how. But we're, but we're four, but we're four years into, like, Trump revitalizing the Republican Party. Like, like his, his approval ratings are fucking insane. Like, he is, he, people are super enthusiastic about Trump. Him, but not the, not the GOP per se. He talks shit about the GOP, 
And, you know, all these articles about, oh, you know, all this QAnon conspiracy, like, oh, the deep state's trying to get rid of him. And, you know, if you watch the lib media like I do, you know, I watch it a lot. You know, I hate watch a lot of it. All, every fucking couple of weeks. Every couple of fucking weeks, it's like, oh, you know, there's rumors in, in D.C. that, the you know, the GOP, they're very uncomfortable with the fact that they have to work with Trump. And, you know, they say they're with him, but secretly they don't like it. And, you know, that's a victory for us, whatever the fuck that means. You know, it's, it's, it's all, it's, it's, it's not fucking real. It's not fucking real. You know what I mean? Like, he, he I, yeah, I, I don't know. And it's not for, like, normal underclass people. It's not. I think, I think everybody knows that. I think everybody knows that he's not one of them. And, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm losing the thread here. But, but, but I, I don't think they have as much uh, power and presence and uh, appeal as they say they do. I think most people, I don't care, you know, who's got, you know, doing numbers this night, whether crystal ball is going viral or whatever, I don't give a fuck about that shit. I know that nobody trusts these motherfuckers. That is the I, consensus opinion among most Americans. They don't trust any of these motherfuckers. You know, I, I remember wait, saying, like, wait. oh, Bernie's different, like, and they'd be like, they're all the same. And I used to be like, damn, like, you're mad cynical. You're just fucked up. Like, why do you feel that way? They're right. They're right. They're all the fucking same. You know what I mean? Like, people know this. Everyday people know this. People older than us know this. They've seen it. They've seen everybody who comes in who's a transformative figure who's supposed to change the party cannot change it and becomes co-opted by it. Every moment, if you want to take it away from individuals or electoralism, these moments, like BLM shit, the Floyd shit, these moments that seem like they're real, and maybe, I mean, they are founded in something real, but they don't become, they don't stay that way. They get co-opted. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, to, to cling on to it like it's something real is just, it's just, it's just absurd to me. It's just absurd. It, it's not yours anymore. You know what I mean? And and most people who are cynical, if I'm cynical, the average person in this country is very cynical. This shit is just not. It doesn't move that way. Does, I mean, does that make sense? Like, well, yeah. But what, what are we what are we arguing here? Because I think it started out as whether or not the populist right is relevant or not, or or meaningful in Washington. Like, it's well, like, I think right. and then it became a discussion of would the GOP be a, like a good vehicle for the populist right? Is that is that what's the only at? option they have? I I, I think that. That's a false dichotomy. I think exactly. right now, exactly. like as far as power structure okay, goes, well, what's the yeah. alternative? But like, what's the alternative? Anything else? I think that you, you would be surprised if you get someone who's actually as popular as a Tucker Carlson that came out, maybe ran as Republican, but maybe he starts to like butt heads a lot with the GOP. If he split off, he would. I'm not saying he'd win that that election, but he would bring a lot of the tide with him to a third party that would be more of a populist party that would actually be that could actually be populist in nature. And then possibly that grows and feeds onto energy, and maybe they can have a shot the next go around because it'll have completely fractured the GOP party. Yeah. Same thing, I think, is if Bernie would have done that this Absolutely. past year. Had he said, you know what, fuck you, Joe Biden, I'm going to step out right now, and I'm going to run independent, and I'm going to run on this other thing, I think he would have split the Dem party a lot too. And it doesn't mean that he would have won. I don't think that left populism would have won at that moment, but it would have put it it would have broken the false dichotomy. It would have shown Absolutely. that there's support for people that, and it would have showed people that these aren't these, right now they're the only two ways to have power politically in this nation, yes. But it would show people that that's a false dichotomy and that that's- Absolutely. They, that's what they want us to think, right? It's that you need to co-op the Republican party or the right. like, Democrat party. Sure, that'd be the quickest way to get power, but you're not gonna be able to do a populist program under that. Exactly. So yeah, maybe Tucker, for, maybe not, for not, Tucker. Not necessarily, not necessarily. There's, no, there's just no infrastructure for it right now, but. yeah. But I think well, that and that's, that's, and that's the problem, building, and that's my argument exactly. with the pop, and that's my argument with the populists, right? Is that they just don't hold any fucking positions in Senate, like they just don't have the people there. Like the populist right can show up to vote for Trump, 
but like as a as a faction within the party which there are factions within both parties they're not as strong as they they would need to be for like what someone like uh carlson is 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 like proposing right the uh right-wing version of the jim clyburn pointing gun picture it all comes down to Whatever that right um, well, I think it's a concession thing. It's, it's always a thing of like what's easier and what the concessions exactly. are. If, if you're beaten down so much, the smallest concession will seem like getting a mile to you. So they may be the only option in this system that happens to be a two-party winner-take-all system. If you're in a parliamentary system, you'd see no false dichotomy. You'd see that this is way more uh, segmented than it is. We already know it is. You know, that's it w- why they don't have alt-right people in senator positions either because like they're having to run under the Republican moniker if they're trying to. And so like – People, I don't know. I just don't see exactly. people coming up to vote that, for like, them that would do that. Exactly. Like, as, as, as maybe I'm missing the mark here, but like, I'll, I'll use the, uh, I'll sound like a lib here and I'll use the, the purity test talking point. But like, it sounds like you guys are just giving purity tests uh, to these parties. Um, and like, again, um, it, it's. No, it's not a purity it's just test. A, it's, these are bourgeois well, parties. So it's. Like, absolutely, it is a purity need to test. Build a, a third option you need to give people well, i know a- but any party that, that that exists in our representative democracy is going to be a bourgeois party like that is the sure, reality sure. of the governmental form we have right and so with that in mind like we also need to acknowledge the fact that like there's absolutely no energy right now uh or at least or at least if there is it's 100 silent it's a real big sleeping giant there's no energy at all for the the uh for a third party um, there is there is okay there like i said for now. there is no one making it yeah i mean for now well exactly but i mean like for now we're not a communist state but like that's a pretty meaningful distinction sure. like there is there is no one right. indicating or making any moves to indicate that anyone has any intention of starting a third party but i'm saying if uh, someone did I, they would get some exactly and I, exactly and I would, that's the I issue for, is and that i would no vote one for is. them but the fact is, is that i know but but that's also the reality is that is that no one is and no you're right I, you're right but the, the thing is that th- there's something at work where there's people who are deliberately funneling that energy back into the establishment and that is is, is an undeniable thing where they like see th- yeah they see th- exactly they see things you know the edges fraying and yes. they take that energy they get one step ahead of it they see it coming it's already in the spreadsheets it's already projected out and they, they absorb the they narrative ups- exactly and they don't lose the exactly they take it that now, way they've got bernie's me in the email list exactly they absorb it so that it goes back to them and that it never gets out of their control. It always and the people, if from the people's perspective, if you're out there like, damn, she looks mad bleak. I wish there was some ray of hope. They give that and they make sure it stays just there. It's within a mm-hmm. frame that they can control and that and, they and, flock to that because if if they were given an option beyond that, they would jump to it. They would immediately jump to it. But they're not and, given the option, so their imagination is limited. Yeah, yeah. Real quick. In, in one in one day, we can hope that our fledgling third party becomes uh, 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 finds itself in the exact same position. Like I mean, it's just it's just like oh, I just think discounting it right now like is never going to get to a point where it could do that. Real it's quick. like all I'm saying. It Real just quick. seems it just seems like an irrelevant thing to talk about. I guess is, is what I'm saying. Like again, like I agree with you guys in theory and everything, but it just doesn't reflect what's going on in the world. What, what were you what were you gonna say though, man? I'm gonna be honest. I think you guys are underestimating gay. Yeah, the yay card. We're still neglecting the yay card. I don't know about you guys. I'm ready to grab my speaker. I'm ready to grab Yandi. I'm about to go canvas, take my Bernie skills, and I'm going to go door to door. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we, never right. we, never, we, we never realized we never this now, but kids see ghosts too. Is exactly. just a presidential campaign. <laughs> exactly. This is. I mean, if you look at it honestly, right? Like he's going to be uh, MAGA, right? He's MAGA. 
but he's not going to be as harshly socially right as Trump. So, you know, he is, he is the third position. If you're looking for a third position, he's, he's the way he is the way. Yeah. because it, It's, it's true. It's true. So, I mean, I'm 100% yay pills. I'm yay pills for all. That's how we're going to buck the system guys. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, Elon well, Musk, well, VP slug. Oh my oh, no. god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> or be Kid Rock, and that can be that picture of oh, what the shit. establishment fears. That would be pretty yes. fire. That would be That's pretty, pretty good, actually. I'm telling you, don't underestimate Ye. Were you guys big Kanye <laughs> fans, like Kanye, like musically? I mean, yo, Homecoming was all right. It'd be like K Hive, but on steroids. I'll call this out. 2020. Normalize black people having mental illnesses. On Like two weeks before the election, is bust out the Confederate flag reclaiming thing again, and boom, unites the. I don't think Kanye is K Hive. I feel like I feel like there's two different groups. I feel like the K Hive his fans. No, I think the fans are different. I think the I think the K Hive fans are really like, well, yeah, they're psychic. PMC deranged type motherfuckers. Type shit. Yeah, exactly. K Hive almost seems like left, like like liberal hoteps. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that is the best description I've heard of them. Liberal yeah, yeah, hoteps. Like, 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 the rebel like, would love this shit. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like, I know. Be smitten. It's like, if you took, it's like if you took hoteps and then you like you added like resist MSNBC shit. And then just like an Adderall. Uh, <laughs> Rachel Maddows and blackface. <laughs> really? Yeah, thinking Trump is Dr. Yacoub. Like that, that's how you, you're that fervent, but about some dumb shit. Like. <laughs> no, Kanye's fans are way more uh, across the board. You know, you'd have some underclass people. People people love Kanye. I don't, I don't fuck yeah, with people, Kanye. People love music, saying, you know? Yeah, I don't. I don't I, from, uh, yeah, I think his music's kind of, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, he's he not good. He shifted rap. I mean, the, with him and Fifty Cent beefing like over the album sales, like in the offset, that completely shifted rap to like away from gangster rap to to backpack shit. So he, he he's like a he's influential. Oh yeah, and Eight Hundred Eight or Heartbreaks. I hated that shit, but all the like, you know, Zoomer rappers, like everybody like on that, you know, of that tier, younger than me, basically, love that shit, and it defines rap. It, pretty much every rapper right now, the most popular genre in the world right now. He's influenced by that album and Kanye. Like they love him, so you know, he, he's my president. Yeah, he's got that type of sway. He's definitely got a broader appeal than than uh, lock him up, Kamala, Kamala but Harris. For real, he's uh, he's not running for president. He's probably going to release an album soon. He's probably Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. If this was just a Morgan play. Yeah, it just goes away. But you know, he I mean, can't even I mean, get on the ballot, way, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. He can't even get on the ballot, though, in, like, six different states. Right? I know, but yeah. we know Trump's run was marketing, so. Exactly. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Yeah, we all thought Trump shit was a joke. And some celeb shit is a joke. And he won. And he won. So, I mean, you know, I, I, you know, again, if it's strictly an anti-establishment thing and people don't understand what he's establishing or not establishing, they don't have a good gauge of it, but their sentiment is change outside establishment, uh, Kanye would feel that. Kanye would feel that, 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 that yearning or whatever that would be. You'd definitely be uh, the most dynamic one between if you're looking at Biden versus Trump and you're just some normie and you're like, damn, like these are my choices. Like he would be a dynamic, uh, you know, way of breaking that up. Yeah, I think how dope the inaugurational ball would be. Yeah. It'd be, be like really weird. I mean, like, like, his like addresses would just be him like staring straight into the camera. Yeah, bro. And, and like some like gospel just... singers behind him. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'd be like five minutes of him staring into the camera like silently. Ooh. Just like super serious, he'd be he'd be uh, he'd be like America's gaslighting abusive boyfriend. <laughs> you know, like, 
we'd just be on one for four years. And honestly, I'd be fucking here for it. I would too, man. Do you think Kanye can make a play for the evangelicals? Yes. 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 That's Easy. Theocracy. That's a political machine. That's what yeah, he did dude, his look, gospel what? album for. Dude, dude, look at how fucking little black church ladies defeated Bernie Sanders. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's bringing back the theocracy. Oh, please do. Pill. He's got, he's got right. every element. All right, I'm going to go eat pizza. Yeah, I'm about to go. Right. dipping out, too. But I'm yay-pilled. I'm grill-pilled. Absolutely. Yep. I'm most definitely uh, yay-pilled. Maybe a little tuck-pilled. I'm taking pills. Uh, Spice Boy, it was good to have you on. Thank you. Oh, yeah, absolutely, bud. Yeah, man.